Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me this week. If you are new to the channel, welcome, I hope you stick around for a while. Today we'll be reading in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, I'll be starting in verse 9. It says, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. I've always found this portion of this letter from Paul to be pretty interesting, pretty compelling. The idea of this delusion being sent by God to confuse the masses who they want to be confused. They they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to know the Lord. They don't want to know about his love. They want to do what they want. The idea of the reprobate mind comes up here. If you want it and you want it bad enough, fine, I'll give it to you. You won't even know the difference between right and wrong. This passage in recent times has really stuck out to me. For those of you who are listening in the United States, you probably know what I'm talking about. For those listening overseas, you might not know about the whole identity movement, we can call it. People deciding what they are, instead of, you know, relying on facts. For example, I'm a man. I was born a boy. I'll always be a man. I'm a man. I identify as a man because that's what I am. Now, we've had people for years now who identify as something different than what they are. Some men say they identify as women, some women as men. Some people say they identify as neither. They just identify maybe as a person. We might think that's tough to understand, a little out there, pretty unique. But that's really just the tip of the iceberg these days. There are some people these days who identify not even as people. No, they identify as objects, they identify as animals, some even identify as their own god, which to hear someone say that is is pretty deep, but we know that people have thought this way for a very long time. That's what you do when you do what you want and you don't follow the Lord. You're worshiping yourself as your own god, pretty much. You've deified yourself. But now people are saying they identify as a god. They want to be referred to as a god. Now, you're going to hear a lot of people say, what does it matter? So you think you're this, that, or whatever, and you want me to call you that. No big deal. Whatever. It's your body. It's your mind. It's your life. You do you. That's your truth. You're great. That's a pretty accepting perspective, an inclusive perspective. And if we didn't have some kind of spiritual component here, maybe that would be an okay perspective. But we do have a spiritual component to all of this. It is no surprise to me, should not be any surprise to any Christian who's studied the word for a decent amount of time, or maybe even not that long, to realize that one of the enemy's tactics with humankind is to keep us from identifying with God. He wants us as far away from the Lord as possible. So this movement we have today about everyone deciding who they are and what they are, about their identities being so important to them, yet their identities being fabricated nonsense that defies logic, reality, facts. This is no surprise. For those of us who don't think this way, we might ask, how how can you, I mean, if you're serious, if these people aren't kidding, but if these people are serious about their identities, 
How can you think that way? How can you feel that way? How can you identify as a wolf? How can you have memories of running with the pack in a former life? Like, how does this even make any sense remotely at all? Again, if you're in another country, you might not have any idea what I'm talking about, or maybe you don't see this type of movement so strongly where you are. Brace yourself. I think it will come. The point of this podcast today is not to disparage anyone. It really is just to point out, I think this passage is coming to life. I think one of the great delusions is happening right now. This crisis of human identity is a great delusion. When someone shares their absurd identity definition and tries to explain it, and I don't get it at all, and, I, and it's not even that I don't get it, but I just can't imagine that the other person is really being serious about this. I mean, I really have to wonder, is this for real? Is this a way of just getting attention, or is this someone who really thinks this, believes this, feels this? And if the answer is yes, that this is genuine for that person, I sincerely cannot understand the lunacy behind all that. But I can understand why that exists. I can't relate to that thought process, I don't know where they're coming from, but I do know who's behind it. I think the word of God is clear that for those who want nothing to do with him, they're going to be so far gone that those of us who want everything to do with him will not even really be able to relate to these people at some point. Because this is quite a strong delusion. This is so divisive in this nation right now. There is no middle ground on the issue. Some people understand it and are behind it, and other people are thinking, what on earth is going on here? This makes absolutely no sense. This isn't a matter of opinion or a matter of logic or thought process. The reason why the proponents of this identity nonsense, just you can't break through to them when you try to speak with logic, when you try to speak with the truth even, is because the delusion is strong. It's not that they have a strong opinion, it's not that they have strong thoughts. That is why the communication couldn't be any worse between those who subscribe to this and those who know the truth and are coming from a biblical perspective and are fighting against it. Because we're speaking two different languages. The delusion is so strong that we're not even speaking the same language. I've spent some time in the last couple weeks going online and watching videos of people explaining their identity journey and what they think and why they think that way. I've listened to people from both sides of the aisle express some pretty intense, extreme, genuine hatred toward the other side over this issue. I was just looking for data, but I had to stop watching these videos because it's pure lunacy. There is something going on in the spirit realm today that is vastly different from, I think, what we've seen in a lot of the past, especially in this country. And it's time for us to really pray against the spirit of the age and what it is doing in people. It's not as if 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago was not time to pray against the spirit of the age. I mean, it always has been. But I think what we're seeing today is just different. Maybe you disagree but I feel like it's on a much different level than it used to be. Maybe when I was 8 or 18, I didn't see it, and now I see it. 
But I don't think that's the case. I think things are so vastly different spiritually in this world as the coming of Christ approaches us every day closer and closer. We see so much more, or at least I do, I see so much more depravity. It's almost like it's, it's in my face more. And people are inventing new ways to sin and defy God every day. I do not think this is the only strong delusion in front of us. I think this is a really obvious one because it is so strange and so obviously targeted toward the identity of self and keeping us from being able to relate to God in any way, keeping us totally away from him. But beyond that, there are those supposedly within the church wearing those priestly collars, ordained ministers from this denomination and that, who also are proponents of all of this, who have gone so far as to make blasphemous statements about God being like this. The judgment these people are heaping upon themselves should bring us to anger that they're blaspheming our God, but compassion that these souls are being lost. As the church, let us join in prayer against this crisis of human identity, this one that seems so great, the ones which will come which I believe will really baffle us. We will not be able to understand belief systems coming down the line because they are so far gone from truth and reality. And again, we're at a point where we got two groups of people speaking totally different languages. What we can do is work in the spirit. That's how we fight this. And hopefully we can get together and start doing this now. Father God, I ask that you raise up a church that sees the great delusions out there, a church with discernment, but also a church with compassion to pray against the spirit of the age, to pray against the tactics of the enemy, to pray that some of these people would be saved, would be changed, would come to know the truth. Father, burn that fire within us, God, to hate what you hate, to love what you love, and to seek to save the lost no matter how deluded they may appear. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. So, so, ow, ow, so.